Welcome back, guys, to Wrestling Ruined, episode 20. 2-0? 2-0. We're going to Madison Square Garden. XX. XX. <laughs> We're an X away from six. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, the extravagant, the incomparable, the podcast world champion, Eddie Shepard, along with... I'm just Travis Laster this week. I'm not even going to go for the, the name. It's going to be very low-key and mellow on it. Low-key, Travis Lasseter. I, I, I can dig that. A uh, more humble approach, whereas I will take a grandiose approach because I have a beautiful penis. Allegedly. Beautiful Brandon A. Lane, <laughs> former podcast world heavyweight champion, longest reigning Podcast world champion. Is that true now? I don't know if it is. I'm not going to tell everybody. Because <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's a fucking liar, Timmy. He's a, Brandon's a fucking liar, Timmy. Dude, how many people did you say that I jerked off in your mom to? I don't know, 13? It's <laughs> <laughs> a grandma's boy reference. This is going to be a good episode, great guys. Movie, great movie. We missed you guys last uh, this, this last little bit. We have all been so damn busy that we were not even able to record an episode to get out on time. So we got to skip a... Uh, a uh, a drop date a drop date if you will, and well, you're uh, not the only one. Rance is also uh, postponing. So it, October, as we're recording, is the absolute worst time for me. And with uh, you know, you got some NGW stuff coming up. Fuck, and man. He's got kids and pumpkin patches to attend to. <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. All mm-hmm. all the above. Uh, Shout out to Cockers. Whatever. Fuck them, dude. <laughs> so just fifteen fucking dollars to go pick a goddamn pumpkin. <laughs> Hey, at least you get to go through it's, a corn maze. It's free if you smash them. Oh, smashing pumpkins. You, NWA reference. You get that? You get yeah. that reference? We, do you get I, it? I, I, could, I could wrap it around. Yeah. We uh, fucking got it. Speaking Fuck of you. last Saturday, guys, the Smoky Mountain uh, Collectibles show, Travis. Yeah, it was uh, pretty fun. Uh, it was the first time I've ever done anything like that. Uh, Set up a table. Uh, uh, Brandon A. Lane stopped by and uh, sold some wrestling buddies in the first 10 minutes we were open. Yeah, and, it was great. And then uh, we competed all day long to see who would have the most money made. And uh, I came out on top, sold a Green Ranger helmet for $300 at the end of the day, which put me over the top. Yeah, I went to work angry, <laughs> just fuming. Yeah, I met, you, I met you guys up. Like Literally, I came right as Brandon was leaving. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, thank those guys, I thank those guys for having me, and they're going to have another one again uh, March 5th. So... Uh, we have first priority on the table if we want one. They told me since we did the first one that be we would get a shot to get the uh, in the main room this time because they're going to get rid of that stupid Magic the Gathering card tournament or whatever they call it is and make that more vendors this time. So I didn't know there even was another room. Yeah, it was back there. They're having a three people were playing Magic the Gathering in a whole big room. So well, fuck those three people. Also, then, we, then we watched uh, Not a Living Dead. Yeah, shout out to Hacks Horror Show who was there. Yeah, uh, super nice guy. Uh, shout out to um, Matthew Henry with FrankenCon who also does it with Richard Ewell. Brandon, we're going to be at uh, FrankenCon. Yes, we are. I actually just uh, dropped in the past two days uh, quite a bit of money uh, printing up promotional things, getting banners, and uh, I'm going to be making some promotional kits for Rants in the Black Lodge. There will definitely uh, there'll be a, a presence uh, in some form for a Wrestling Ruined if, uh, if you, you get it, you know. Yeah, Hacks Horror Show, man. Uh, he stood there and talked to me for figures, for about figures and wrestling and stuff for about an hour. Um, and then, you know, he just kind of went around. and well, He didn't buy anything from me, so fuck him. Well, he didn't buy anything for any of us, but he just stood there and and talked. I mean, it was a long afternoon. We were watching the movie and stuff, but pretty nice guy. I mean, he said he'd give us a shout out on his show. So, yeah, you know. I've, uh, I've seen him at several at several shows. And apparently, uh, you can find him everywhere: YouTube, uh, Roku. all that stuff. Yeah, he's got a he's uh, got a, a show, Ro- a Roku channel, I believe. Yeah, yeah. he uh, 
Apparently, he's brothers of a, another indie wrestler around here, and I actually have I've met that guy. So they, he does more of the deathmatch shit. So I'm not really into it, but it is what it is. Cool. Also, man, Travis, we've like stumbled across a shit ton of action figures lately. Oh yeah, uh, going around fig uh, going around fig hunting, as they say. And uh, I was I was I was pleasantly surprised to see that when we were set up, we were the only people with wrestling figures at this com- uh, this little con, and. Uh, I mean, we did have some people there and wearing major wrestling figure podcast shirts and stuff. So the the demand was there, but there just wasn't you know a whole lot of people coming by. The thing with the this, wrestling. the thing with this They're show, for more horror stuff, I think at this show. The thing well, with people, the, well, not to jump on, you, but yeah. but we are also in October, so people oh, yeah. have that appetite for horror right well, now. Well, and people, so a lot of you got to think too. People are saving for Christmas or maybe even fanboy that's coming up this weekend. This weekend, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean Target. We we we. I found a Zodiac figure. Uh, so Brandon's real excited about that. Uh, uh, I'm I'm literally <laughs> ejaculating right now from the anticipation. And, and I had a lot of luck on those raffles on Facebook too, hitting some stuff up. Yeah, so. Magnum TA, you, you damn right. Anticipation. <laughs> yeah, we had some. We found some pretty cool shit lately, and um, but yeah, I'm really excited to get back to them. I don't think they promoted this show very well. Um, we didn't know about it till like like two yeah, weeks I, out. I've just I've stumbled across it on Facebook, and uh, you know I've been sort of like uh, pressuring Travis into uh, to do conventions and stuff, uh, so I can piggyback uh, for for less of an investment True. to sell some of my shit. Um, but uh, un- Uncle Rich Moneybags over here got the money to get that table, so it's a win win. Forty and bucks. Not only that, but we were talking about fig hunting. We went to Tall Man Comics. Shout out in Knoxville, right up there by uh, by the Sun Sphere. Uh, found Brandon a Rimco Ric Flair robe for his action figure. Yeah, I, I have uh, have him properly displayed uh, right under the uh, wrestling ruined Tron uh, two thousand that we watch our episodes on. <laughs> and, and cool thing about them, man, they ha- they actually had a bunch of uh, AWA Rimco. They had the Long Riders. They had uh, had Hawk. Michael P. S. Ho- Hayes with the with the robe. Uh, they did have Hawk No Animal. No Terry Gordy. Titles. They had Terry Gordy, um, and he was very reasonably yeah. priced too. The yeah. robe was super cheap. Like, I can't yeah. believe I got that robe. For Ten bucks. I've I've never yeah. seen it for under like twenty bucks I mean, in good condition. They yeah. special they specialize in like Funko Pops and stuff, but totally got a lot of other stuff in there too. You do a lot of pre-orders through them too, don't yeah. you? Yeah, you can do pre-orders through them. They had a Greg the Hammer Valentine, like the Legends. But they wanted 35 bucks for it, and it sat in the window, and sun faded. So I was like, eh, I can't yeah. do that. Yeah, guys. So we've, had, we've been very busy. Brandon's been busy with the haunted stuff. and uh, But yeah, before we get kind of rolling into this episode, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with you. Next Generation Wrestling brings some of the most talked about and star-studded professional wrestlers from around the world. Based out of East Tennessee, NGW is becoming one of the most sought-after independent wrestling promotions in the past four years. Witness NGW Live or on demand on the High Spots Wrestling Network streaming app. Follow us on social media platforms at NextGenTN.
Recording live from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning, head turning, ass kicking, machismo dripping, master podcasting mouthpiece of the Southeast, Brandon A. Lane, host of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, with a message to all you WrestleManiacs out there in podcast land. Now, once you've jerked the curtain of the uncontested heavyweight champions of podcast, Wrestling Ruined, well, I hope you'll jump ship and check out the incredible in-depth movie retrospectives and interviews with cast and crew of all your favorite horror films only at the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast. You can find us on social media at Rants Black Lodge. Check out our homepage at JuicyKruger.com and we're available on all major podcasting platforms. And oh yeah, don't be a jabroni. Check out all the great content from Wrestling Ruined or you'll be the one doing the J-O-B. Goddamn. Goddamn. God damn. God damn. <laughs> Those ads, guys. <laughs> God damn. All right, guys. Before we start rolling into this episode, make sure you pull up your Peacock, Vcock app. Uh, you're going to look up Monday Night Raw. It's season three, episode 14. It is April 10th, 1995. Uh, we're going to say three, two, one, play, and you can kind of get started with us. Three, two, one, play. <sighs> Oh. oh, yeah, we get to see the fallout of last week's episode where Sid destroys Shawn Michaels. I was going to say something very vulgar and upset there. But <laughs> Look at this. Oh, see, they, they, they didn't when, show the shitty powerbomb there. Yeah, the, the powerbomb right there, where, it, his fucking grundle is all up in Sean's face. face. Yeah. Or, or his, his face. Sid's nose is like on his dick. As it should be. Yeah. But like the shitty powerbomb where he like picks him up, drops him on his side. Yeah, it's like, I don't know if he lost him, but when we get to that point, you'll see Sean's like, Fucking do it again. He's like, okay. Owen Hart here. <laughs> fucking his, tag champion. His jubilation is so good. You guys notice, like, like the, the around the edges, it looks like it's, like, the tape. Yep, it's, I do see that. So It, it, it keeps coming and going, yeah. Why the fuck is Hakushi holding a fucking doorman's bell? Bonsai! <laughs> come get my, <laughs> come get my bags. Or the fuck with Shinja there? Oh, he's gonna go he's, tell a JJ. It's a probably a tell a JJ. Yeah. <laughs> Grand. Yeah. This is week two of three tapings, guys, from the Mid Hudson Civic Center in Poughkeepsie. Yeah, you can't tell it here at all when they show this green screen. I'm just oh, saying. Oh yeah, I have my notes here. We get a terrible ass green screen. <laughs> Vince McMahon looks around like he's in the arena, like our oh, money not raw. And I was like, oh yeah, I know. He not. has the ugliest brown jacket on. It's like shit brown. Well, that's probably all I could afford in 95, man. Look at that. It's like, ugh. That's called desert tan. <laughs> or is that is that green and the shitty green screen is just fucking it up? Uh, it could be. That hits some turtleneck and does not match that fucking jacket. You don't know what you're talking about. God. You don't understand God. where it is. <laughs> Look at how terrible that green screen is, man. Dude, it's bad. I'm, I'm really I'm kind of disappointed that we didn't have Jim Cornette when I first started watching this. However, Jerry Lawler has a ton of one-liners in this one that are fucking great. Yeah, and Jim Cornette has a good reason because he's managing the tag champs. In the main event. I'm so excited for this seven minute and forty five second bout we're about to get. <laughs> Add a motherfucking bomb, baby. Yeah, when I when I watched this episode back this week, um I had a long sigh of oh Travis is gonna fucking love this. <laughs> Dude, I was an Adam Bomb fan when I was a kid. Of course you were. You have terrible taste. But then the bell rang and he sucked. They put over that he was doing a lot of activities with the Special Olympics over Mania. He looks great. 
Yeah. And like you said, then the bell rings and he's just Dude, mediocre. you guys really realize, though, he had the exact same tops in WCW when he was Wrath. They were just purple and gold. Yeah, but... And he put a Wrath across it in front of the radioactive symbol. Wrath looks fucking cool. You know what, you know what a, was he, radioactive? Oh, look at that. Oh, Mushroom cloud. His, <laughs> his charisma was radioactive. Because it was terrible. Oh, man. He just... You see that Randy Orton... Yeah, he pulled her. That's where Randy Orton got it from. Like he's not doing that to the hard <laughs> huge, camera either. Huge atom bomb mark. He's a fucking Randall idiot. Orton. I like his welding goggles that he never wears. He was cooler <laughs> when he had the fucking red eyes or whatever too. Were they yellow? Yeah, there was something. Oh man, here's the top dog of the million dollar corporation. So, do you, do you want me to go ahead and get the uh, not so PC bro moment of yes. the week? And it's going to come courtesy of me. Um, does Ted DiBiase pay Tatanka in American dollars, or does he pay him in firewater? Well, I wasn't going to go that direction. Travis, you're not so PC, buddy. Feathers. Travis, once again. Arrowheads. I was going to say, I was going to say. Buffalo nickels? Buffalo pennies? That's what it is. <laughs> Tonka. <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo Hot? Okay. We, we, we don't want to diffuse. That's what he's a heel. <laughs> Keep coming up that guy's side. Let's go on for it. I was going to say, does he pay him in, in topaz jewelry? <laughs> <laughs> I like Buffalo Nipples more. I went, I went too far there. Oh, Dude, do you guys, I don't think I've ever heard them shill a mania. After it happened, as hard as they do this one, because like, literally they bring up Chris Spillman hitting Tatanka again during this match. <clears throat> like, I, well, I think a lot of that too is we'll talk about it once uh, Kama comes on, but they do mention a lot of Steve McMichael with you know I think the idea was McMichael was going to come in here and do something with Kama here soon because it got over so well. Well, that and I guess they're still trying to Look, they're still trying to do the encore plus thing. That that was a great drop. Creeping up your window. Oh, God. Piper, you... By, by the way, thanks for the uh, the Piper figure I was just gifted for fucking Christmas. Mm. It's not even Halloween. Look, I've man. received my Christmas present. Look, man, I didn't want to sit around and fucking, sit around I, and get messed up. I fucking hate the holidays. I hate Christmas. Christmas is all about gifts, clearly, because I just bought you shit and just gave it to you. <laughs> if I'd have walked like, in here and said, Brandon, I respect your brotherhood, you'd have been like, get out, you fucking loser. <laughs> I thought you were going to go somewhere <laughs> completely different with that, and I was like, buddy, Whoa. <laughs> Well, that's because you're... Episode 20, canceled. <laughs> if we're not canceled yet, we're good. Yeah. Uh, I actually it was on a podcast. Like pod- fucking Earl Hebner was milking a cow there. I was, <laughs> I was on a podcast recently, and uh, I kind of put over Wrestling Ruin, and I, I kind of told them, I was like, you know, I'm really surprised we haven't been canceled yet. And they looked at me like I was shocked to say that. I'm like, no, but for real, I'm surprised we haven't been canceled yet. <laughs> I think we just we need to take some uh, some pointers from Dave Chappelle, and I think we can weather the storm. Absolutely, just fuck it. Who Stand cares? Your ground. Uh, I want to speak of this too, as me and Brandon are both drinking Code Red Mountain Dew mm. Unplanned. I'm drinking yeah. a Red Bull Red Edition. It's all red. Are we a part of the Wolf Pack? Oh, don't, don't turn, turn your back, back on the Wolf Pack. pack. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! Did you guys just become lovers? <laughs> oh, <Again? LA. laughs> Travis, Travis's penis just opened up and allowed me to slide right in. <laughs> Docking it's like a DM, but you can get the blow on. It's pretty cool. I feel bad for Tatanka, though, man. Like He's just the jobber of the Million Dollar Corporation. Hey, I have my notes. Among, that, among the other 90% jobbers. Well, King Kong Bunny's a bitch. Yeah. And he's dead. Tatanka has become heavier. Like I can tell like he's putting on some more weight. Like he's It's because he's eating good now, man. He ain't having to eat that deer meat. He's getting that topaz jewelry. He ain't having to eat that deer meat, man. 
shit with his buffalo nickel. <laughs> Are these good here? Are these good here? <laughs> Sir, this is a nickel. <laughs> Look in the back. <laughs> it's made out of real nickel, so it's worth more than five minutes. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, seven. <laughs> I, like that. I like that. I like better with his uh, I'm going to kill you gloves. Oh, those are cool. Well, he's not throwing little footballs out there either. Well, now you, can buy, you can buy a freaking Adam Bomb cello toys in every edition he's ever come out in. You can buy a Wrath. You can buy uh How have you not bought a Wrath yet? A Chronic. You can buy... Uh, uh, Adam Bomb one too, oh, and apparently he made a hundred of those footballs. Himself. I saw that they sold yeah. pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, I, like I was saying, he has a fantastic look, but I think it's a shame he isn't in WCW to be a part of the Dungeon of Doom and to take a fall from Hogan. Bro- brother, imagine that guy right there is uh, like the Yeti or something uh, instead of fucking it's Ron not, Reese. It's very not far fetched at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, but okay. I mean, like he would have been a more imposing force than the Mummy <laughs> running out butt fucking a football can and we, all that shit. Can we do a little fantasy booking? Like, let's say, like right now, this is this is Adam Bomb's last match. He goes to WCW. Uh, let's say by Halloween Havoc, and they debut him. What do they debut him as? What what terrible Dungeon of Doom gimmick do they give him? Chernobyl. Chernobyl. <laughs> Dude, that's actually... Chuck, Chuck Noble. <laughs> that's, a, that's it. That's, that's, or that's Meltdown. It. Meltdown. Which was his finisher <laughs> later on. Hmm. That's, you, got me, you got me really wondering. It's terrible. So, yeah. It, uh, it's whatever King Curtis wants him to be. <laughs> Radioactive Adam. <laughs> That's, I feel like there's a Simpsons reference in there. Bomb Adam. Bomb Adam. Bomb Adam. Bomb Adam. Bomb Adam. Let's call it Bomb. 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 There's there's so many. You would have just called H-Bomb. God, do you remember? Do you remember when uh, this match wasn't supposed to go seven minutes? Yeah, the pa- the pacing of this match bores me so much. Like I feel like Tatanka doesn't care. Do you guys really realize that Adam Bob's been around since '93? Like he never really did nothing. Did nothing. Was he ever in any feuds? Like I I think didn't he feud with Bam Bam? He feuded with fucking Earthquake, and they had a ten minute match at WrestleMania or ten second match at WrestleMania. Man, that's gonna make it really, really awkward when he joins the Dungeon of Doom (laughs) in October. You know, and they also like if you watch Coliseum videos back in the day, a lot of the key match there was a key match you used to always have. It was Adam Bomb versus the Undertaker. Oh my god. Okay, so. But his radioactiveness could have brought the Undertaker back from the dead. And then I just came up with a new gimmick for fucking uh, for uh, John Tanta, former Earthquake. He could be Three Mile Island, and they can they can fucking oh tag together. God, uh. <laughs> you're welcome, Kevin Sullivan. I'll take my as check the, now. As the nuclear warheads. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh fuck! You guys are on fire. This break has done us well. <laughs> I was on fire before, man. <laughs> Oh man! Thank God there's a count out. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that, you know what over. sucks even worse though is they fucking let this match go on for almost eight minutes and then have it end in a count out. Look, Adam Baum has like a very weird mullet. Earl Hebner, shut the fuck. I call up. that I call that the Linda Blair. If 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 that's called the 1995 trailer park soccer mom. If, <laughs> I was going to say, like, if you're indicating that uh, the uh, atom bomb oh is the bomb, you're fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> the spectacle. We just saw more of Salt and Pepper than we did last show. Yeah, I was going to say, not available in the actual show. You'll see on the network. I bought Brandon's copy of WrestleMania 11 for twenty dollars from sold it for thirty five. The glory, <laughs> the drama. 
the match. Bonsai, I want turkey ass. <laughs> oh, there's I have a I have a quote from Vincent Mann on Yokozuna in this episode, and it made me laugh really hard. That I had to explain it to Landry why it was hilarious. I know. Um, I think I sold it for twenty. I think I sold it for thirty. Yeah. Plus the bottom line, hot rod. Me can up your ass. <laughs> I'll be on WCW soon. <laughs> it sounds like you're about to get raped to watch a WrestleMania 11. You are. You are. Your eyes. You are. Rape whistle. It's Wear a rape whistle when you watch that show. It's not, it's not the worst you'll be raped in 95, but it is one of the... Uncensored times. 95 so far. It's been the worst you'll get it raped. It literally bent me over and fucking poked its little head into Oh my god, look, it's the Mama Luke's 1995 edition. <laughs> oh yeah, so we get the Head Shrinkers versus Mike Bell and Tony DeVito. Jobber of the week, Tony DeVito. Oh, God. DeVito worked as a jobber for the WWF from 93 to 95, losing to Mr. Perfect, Bam Bam Bigelow, Doink the Clown, Fantasio, and... Fantasma? Fantasma? Yeah, that's it. And the Head Trickers. Spoiler alert. Uh, What? His his biggest claim to fame, Mr. Tony DeVito, is that he was hashtag jobber of the week, Formerly in our Facebook page. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> After leaving the WWF, DeVito, much like everybody else, joined ECW as a part of a stable called DeBaldis. With, here's the Racist. group. Angel, Vito, Vito the Skull, LaGrasso, PN News. You're really Italian. <laughs> Vic Grimes and Red Dog. <laughs> That's how I like R-E-D-D-D-O-double-G. Isn't, isn't that Rodney Mack? I think it might be. Yeah. yeah. The most notable feud for DeBaldis was against New Jack. After ECW uh, declared bankruptcy in April of 2001, DeVito began wrestling on the indies, Look, most prominently Ring of Honor. They have the, the same haircut that's making a style come back now. Shaved uh, on the side ponytail. Oh, get this. So, most the most impressive thing, other than being Jobber of the Week for Racist. Uh, Wrestling Ruined, <laughs> he would also appear for the WWECW as mm. Macho Libre, a parody of Nacho Libre before the Sandman came, came the shit out of him. Yeah. You know, uh, they, he just hit the Samoans' head together and they no-sold it. That's racist. If you watched any match with the Samoans, wouldn't you know not to do that? Well, Do your fucking homework, you DeVito bitch! Th- okay, first of all, it's Mike Bell. You're no Bell. Danny DeVito. It's, it's Mike Bell in the room. Well, ring Second the bell. of all, Mike Bell has no knee pads on, and that's a fucking Doesn't pet Doesn't Mike Bell get his neck broke or something? No, he gets the shit kicked off. Ooh, he didn't get all that one. Uh, Mike Bell is the one that got the shit beat out of him by Perry oh, yeah, Saturn. Perry Saturn, yeah. And he was also the jobber of the week on Wrestling Room. Look how he has trunks over his fucking... Or he has like underwear over his fucking singlet. You gotta hide your gun. <laughs> it, it literally looks terrible. Look, look. It's but do so you see bad. his gun? No. no. <laughs> you want to see it anyway because his fat's hanging over his dick. Oh my god! god. Somebody grab that that's, ponytail. That's called a fupa. A fupa. Oh my god! A At least fupa. fucking Mike Bell's in better shape. Look, he just oh, what? Oh, oh no! Oh, there was a phantom boot. Oh man! Delayed reaction Vincent, there. Vincent Man, uh, Jerry Lawler says, "Well, why isn't that a disqualification?" He's like, well, the referee saw it and let it go, let it go. I don't see why it's a problem. And then it just kind of contradicts Vincent Man anyway. I thought they were supposed to be baby faces. Why are they doing heel tactics? They there? are baby faces. That's the only yeah thing. fucking because these are jobbers and we don't t- we don't we don't treat them as he's gonna make Mike Bell jerk. Him Look at that later. fucking mullet back oh, there! Dude, Holy that, that, shit! Dude, that is a that is a 1986 Bobby Eaton. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that he looks like Sir Oliver Humperdinck, man. 
I like how Barbados like, yeah, you tag in, you fat fuck. This is Mr. DeVito now. Look at oh, he oh. said the the commentary puts over that they are twins, which they are not. They are not. Why do they have different last names if they're twins? <laughs> it's their gimmick name, Travis. <laughs> Fucking learn how to work. Piece of God shit. God damn it, Vince McMahon. No, oh, your product. Okay. Well, you know, there was another fellow named DeVito who had a twin. His name was Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> So and you, you don't and understand and working. And you, you know what that who that what that movie was directed by? Ivan Rodman. You just got busted. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome for that. I bolded you right right to that. I, I hope I hope I hope Barbarian makes them double jerk him off. This match is shit. Well, how big is a dick? I mean, I'm asking Tommy for, Young makes for personal like references. Pretty huge, man. I like how he stands there. He does he, nothing. He doesn't nothing. even like stand on his shoulders, then jump off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lower the dog face gremlins. Let's do this. <laughs> Got my hand on your butt. Let's go. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, it's sexy and seductive. So, during this match, too, guys, Duckman gets a lot of hype. Oh, my God. <laughs> Duckman is the new fucking thing because Tech Wars got canceled. No, I think Tech Wars, the season was over, Travis. No, yeah, it got canceled. That's fine. <laughs> so, <sighs> here we go. WrestleMania 11. It will not die. Oh, Lord Alfred Hayes, though, yeah. getting a yeah. paycheck. Uh, Peacock took a shit on me um, during Lord Alfred, uh, Lord Alfred Hayes' uh, promo. Just wanted to kind of reiterate <laughs> how uh, shitty Peacock is. God damn it. <laughs> John Pierre Lafitte. On my notes, it says, Goddamn Pirate, 1995. <laughs> we get a French-Canadian pirate. He debuts next week. <laughs> fucking, fucking Jerry Lawler kills him with one line before this promo ever comes on. He's like... Vincent Mass like, we're going to hear a word from John Pierre Lafitte. He's like, what do you say about feet? <laughs> I'm like, hey, he's dead. Where's Tony dead. Atlas when we need him? I like how his backstory is like his uncle was something pirates and he's coming to the WWF to get he's revenge, got, but wouldn't it be revenge on the U.S. government? He's huh? got gold doubloons in his bag there. Yeah, right between his, his fucking man tits. Yeah. I think that this is long-term storytelling at its finest <laughs> because what do pirates do? They pirate. What, is the, what does pirate mean? Plunder. It, it means to steal. What does he steal? Brower's jacket. <laughs> exactly. And it's the most valued thing. God, in look the at those office ferns in the background. Uh, no, that, 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 is that, he in the Dungeon of Doom? That, right you, beat me, you beat me to the fucking. <laughs> God damn it! I was no, going to say, motherfucker. Ah, it's not even cold. <laughs> Legends, of the, <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple. That was Oh, God damn. Bob Holly wins a fucking race, boys. That's really not Bob Holly. Yeah, I don't think that, he really won. I think he just fucking. Well, they just showed him leading for a second. This is. Uh, this is this is also not uh, this. I, you know more about the NASCAR. Yeah, than it's I like do. ARCA series. It's yeah. like Cause way he, below. Because he only NASCAR. he only had like one race that he even like actually raced in. Is this one? No, no. <laughs> I mean, like kidding. on the uh, the bigger circuit, the Bush and, series, and, or... and it was only like for a few laps. He didn't even do the entire. That's one of the footage, pretty much. And then WCW's like, we got to have a racing team, by God. God damn it, they did. Del Torborg. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Grissom out there running around. Oh, we finally get the footage, guys. Uh, my question to you is the way that they, you know, the last episode we watched, they cut off because they're going to commercial break. Oh. Was this done to help draw ratings for this week's episode? I think or so. Or did they run out of time on the last episode? Was it poor time management? I think they did it to... To draw in ratings for the next episode, I, w- I hope so because otherwise, like the the piss poor management and some of the matches being overly long, you know. Well, well they have uh, there's a, a part here you'll see there's a like a timekeeper outside the ring, but you would you know Vince Man would never let him be seen. But I think he's trying to tell him, hey, we're going to fucking break, we're going to fucking break. Um, 
they do mention later on in this episode that last week's Raw is the highest rated Raw they've had ever. Yep, for the one after Mania. Well, I mean that that, that shows you that the the whole Lawrence Taylor it worked thing, it worked for them. I mean, albeit the probably temporarily, but Sid's got some good facials here. Not not talking about jizzing on people's faces. <laughs> We can't we can't uh, speak to that. He, he has a lot of softball tournaments. Well, what happens at softball? That's TJ no, no. Miller, not yeah. Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, big Sid <laughs> patting him right on his tit. He, he had the same leather vest his entire career, <laughs> from the time he was in the skyscraper to the time he was at WrestleMania thirteen. Well, that's just being. Uh, being did you, efficient. Did Travis. you guys notice that, like, why when he starts yelling at Sid here in a second, he stands on his tippy toes so he's tall, almost as tall as Sid. You'll see it. Like he tries to make himself bigger. That's a that's a Randy Savage kind of move. It is. And Vince McMahon said, "We should just take a break here." See, Vince is starting to look kind of concerned. Don't talk to me, little boy. <laughs> <laughs> so something that's interesting when all this happens, right? So he he's giving pushback to Sean. Sid actually gets a babyface pop for it. Because Sean is technically still the heel. True. Watch, you don't watch get down. Oh, see, they didn't show him. But he's down here at the here. Watch, you'll see right here. Yeah, we're at break. You don't give me. See, there he is. Tippy toes. Tippy toes. He is. You don't give me the night off, little man. <laughs> we got to get you doing. Fuck it. yeah, you're right. I keep forgetting <laughs> to do that. <laughs> I could do a Sid promo. It's almost the same as Vader, just without the oh in the middle of it. They <laughs> are. They are the masters of the power bomb. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. So he, he turns around. He's like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. I wish you to hit Where's me. my scissors? Oh, God. <laughs> he reaches into his pocket. He pulls he, out He could have ran with that fucking gimmick. He pulls out so, the, the black handle on stool. He, he uh, Ooh, kicks him right in the ribs. Kicks him right in the ribs. He gives him this the most awkward powerbomb I have ever seen in my life. Is, I think this is partially... Oh. partially. <laughs> Dude, he Sean's fucking lands fault. right on his shoulder, too. That's partially Sean's <laughs> fault. Like, he tried to move in air. There's one thing he learned, need to learn. Don't move, bitch. So his powerbombs get progressively better. So that one's Ooh, okay. That one's Third good. one looks the best. Third time's a charm, as they say. That's true. Sean's in so much pain because he lost a diesel. I know we commented on this on the on the previous episode, but it's so odd. It's so odd seeing the classic Federation logo in the background, but the new logo. Yeah, it's just a it's a clash of their their style. Still, look at the kicking the leg out, selling. Look at that beautiful. Kill a little more height on that. But seriously, look at the crowd. The crowd's cheering. They're excited. Like this right here is this was a should have been like a. Highlight package for Sid doing this right here. Is well, that, I, I wish he'd have been facing the camera. That is least. that Vlad back there? That uh, is Vlad that back is there. Vlad. Yeah. It is, it is. Yep, right behind the uh the guy in the front row. Standing there with his foot on his back. Oh, thanks, Diesel, Watch for his, coming out after three damn power boo. bombs. Look at his cell job, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> at least he landed on his feet and it's Every time I think leg. of Vlad, I think of him at uh uh, Survivor Series 96 when he's like Sid's like who's the man he's like you're the man good shit he was at Wrestlemania 13 too wearing like a cut off t-shirt or like like a freaking cut off muscle shirt did that's that, what he's wearing there it looks like did that Vlad documentary ever no like, and I was Peacock really excited is, for it I was really excited for the Lex okay. Luger one because I want to hear him talk about killing Miss Elizabeth and then that <laughs> he didn't kill her she was there <laughs> he didn't come out either like fuck one of the Bulldog ones ever allegedly out. look at Pat's sweater oh, man. It, that didn't scream I like dudes. 
Well, I guys, this was episode 20. It was fun talking to you. Travis, it you did. I'm not lying. You're bringing his fashion sense. I'm uh, sure. What was his lover's name? Oh, uh, uh, no, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> they did all the stretchers. I'm sure his lover picked that out because he was a hairstylist. Louis. Louis. Louis picked that sweater out for him. Oh, man. It's that's... every color of the rainbow. Isn't that what we do now? I don't understand. I'm going to let you guys know uh, the next time that this number calls while we're recording, uh, and it, it is them trying to extend our car warranty, Oh, we are going to get them on there and ask them if they know Danny Rainbow. So, Danny, we're going to give you a shout-out if these people call again. Hey, we're going to ask. We're gonna see if they want to download Wrestling Ruin, too, by the way. Oh, here comes Kama, son, wearing what he melted down the urn into, which isn't racist either. Big gold chain. We get a superstar line. This is Kama uh, taking on Scott Taylor, as you guys may know, as Scotty Too Hotty. Nice greaser look, you piece of shit. <laughs> I do. I will say, oh, I, look at him, I fell asleep the other day and was like, Raw kept playing. And I woke up and Kama eventually takes the fucking white shirt off. It's about makes time. It looks, makes him look a, three times better than I, he does right I think now. They, I think they have sacrificed... This is the one instance where I'll be like, keeping kayfabe is, 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 was the wrong decision. Yeah, Take the fucking shirt no off. No one's going to remember that. Like, I mean, no one's going to be like, oh, that's, that's Papa Shango's tattoos. And even if it is, who gives a fuck? He, he looks like a bitch wearing his fucking t-shirt. He looks like the fat kid going to the pool who doesn't want to show his bitch tits off. Been there. It's true. God, Been there. Sucks. I got titty banged once in a pool. <laughs> Wait, what? Where am I? It's two weeks ago. <laughs> Magic pull out. This guy right here, not, not common. <laughs> Well, comma two. These two become two of the most popular people in the Attitude Era. It is ironic. Yeah. Godfather with some hoes and Scotty Too Hotty white boy dancing across the screen. It Scott, worked. Scott Taylor, right now, in, in this iteration of him, he could he could be one of the lost Armstrong brothers. He's wearing, yeah. like, he's wearing like Mr. Perfect tights, except he's got it on both sides. I, I was about to say these are these are like uh, classic uh, Al Snow uh, attire. Do you, do you, know, do you know who yeah. I remember him wrestling the most though during this era? He wrestles Steve Austin when he's the ringmaster, and like there's that famous picture where Austin's got him like in a, like a camel clutch and he's yelling at him in his face. Yeah, Vince says uh, during this match that he never thought he'd miss Jim Cornette on commentary because he's getting so tired of Jerry Lawler's shit. Because Lawler's so quick on his feet. So is, Law- is, is Cornette as well. But Lawler's just boom, 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 boom. Uh, they also keep mentioning Steve Mongo McMichael on commentary. So to me, they had banked on him working a match with Kama. I think they, I think they were looking for like a tag match with Spillman and, and McMichael versus Tatanka and uh, Kama because they keep mentioning those two. Specifically. And here, here's the weird thing about all that. As a, a 37-year-old man, I'm totally down for that. As a, what would I have been in 1995? Uh, like 10, 11. To, uh, no, let's see. Uh, I would have been 11 years old. Yeah. Um, so I, I would have no fucking interest in this whatsoever. That was actually kind of cool, where he put the elbow around oh, his yeah. throat and threw him in there. You don't pop, see that anymore. Pop shoulder out doing that. I also have in my notes Papa too. Shoulder. Pop a shoulder. Pop a shoulder. <laughs> uh, I have uh, in my notes that with all the jobbers, do you think they dress these jobbers this way for a reason to not take any attention away from the other workers? I, I think that's just that's just <laughs> old school territory shit. You know, the guy that's taking the L, you don't want them. You, you want them to look plain because they haven't made. They're they don't. They don't win, therefore they don't make oh! as much money to have better gear. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. I get it. It just 
We got Mike Kiel in there. <laughs> security is mullet. That's the guy. <laughs> he's security. You can't even see security on the back of his head. Sakama's getting up there, and he's, he's about to do a Vader bomb. I feel like this finisher suits him so much more than that STF that he did. No. Which is it's making him multifaceted. Well, I mean, if they're going with the whole, the whole UFC kind of ultimate fighter thing, I don't know. The STF works. It just doesn't... It, but it they, comes off a little flat. I'm about to say, they don't have him doing the shoulder breaker, though, like when he's pop shunned. Put, put but on. that would have been cool to do the shoulder breaker to lead into the... He episode. looks so... like He looks like a badass, man. Take the shirt off him. Or like I was telling you, if he was going to do a, a biker gimmick instead, it would have got over. With him being he, just a, a fucking tough guy he, badass. Dude, he looks like... Uh, uh, like uh, the black version of, you know, Hawk or Animal. You yeah. Know, he's... he's uh, they're showing the flashback now, or flashback the the um, Ma- replay from last week, week from last week uh, with Bull Nakano and uh, Alunder Blaze. Such a great fucking match, guys! I've actually thought about this match quite a bit since. Yeah, I bet you have. I have. There, I have a bottle of lotion uh, mm-hmm. next to my uh, my uh, my you really, bed. You know that neither one of these women is Canadian, right? So why are you jerking off to? Them? I love yellow ladies. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And um, Bullocano got them thighs I want to get choked out with. Yeah, I bet. Canadian bit. <laughs> he broke me. <laughs> Episode 20. We're canceled. <laughs> Beautiful German suplex. Jesus Christ, yeah, they're so good. Gorgeous. And then, of course, we get uh, uh, again, uh, Bertha Faye, a.k.a. Uh, what was her name, Travis? Rhonda Singh. Rhonda Singh. Or was it Monster Ripper? That's what I do when I fart. <laughs> <laughs> they play off here that she breaks her nose. Uh, there's a little thing here, too, where uh, <laughs> Jerry Lawler says, don't call her Fat McMahon. He goes, she's a woman of, or Jerry Lawler says, she's a woman of size. And he's like, I'm not calling her fat. <laughs> like, he, like, is quick and fucking hilarious. Oh, but you know behind the scenes, God damn, she's fat. <laughs> I hope she doesn't hear me. <laughs> Pay her less because she's fat. <laughs> Pay for Alondra Blaze's titties and a new nose. Dude, he's in such hard times right now that he's going to send her out to get a tit job. And then he fires her in 95. You didn't make them big enough. <laughs> oh, God. You know oh what God. you should have thrown in the trash? Your tit job. Oh, no. oh. That's like the oh, shittiest please. leg drop ever. She dropped them right across her titties. <laughs> that's why she she popped her real titty, not her breast implant. That's why she had to get them. Oh, that leather is screaming. <laughs> Cal, the cow's dead, but it's still like, help me, help me. Look at that zipper on her ass. It's like a little tail. <laughs> ass. Who, who zipped that, that would, up? Harvey Wubbleman? You think that would bother her taking bumps, having the zipper right there on her? Well, look at look, her tits. Her tits are like, that's Jumbo Beretta style well, titties this right is there. Her, this is her casual gear. She doesn't wrestle in this. Uh, this is she was she, just so offended backstage, she like painted her face. She's like, you out. know what? I don't even like the fact you did those German suplex. I'm going to fuck you up. And she said so she painted her face real quick and came back. Hi. Oh. <laughs> This is like the most random shot of a kid ever. That, that, that kid grew up to be called oh, yeah. <laughs> We know what we got to do. Tell him, Bob. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is like super babyface promo. One, two, three. Kid had so look, many lines. Yeah, look at all the, the, the hair in front of his eyes. God, he's shy. Look at Bob so, Holly. So many bad decisions with haircuts. <laughs> Bob Except for Brett. Brett, Brett never Holly, changed. Bob Holly's a star. He's with Brett Hart right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> He's a star. I, I like Bob Holly. I genuinely do. But the the racer with the mullet, it's, it, it's, it's just a bad combination of terrible ideas. Not that any of the ones he had previous were any good. Um, ho- uh, Hollywood Bob Holly. You know, I'm, bodacious. Uh, bo- was yeah, it? bodacious. It's bombastic Bob and bodacious Bart. Oh God, God so damn. bad. <laughs> a lot of alliteration there. I feel like this show has a lot of filler to it. Even though we get two matches that look are, at that pool, you get two matches that are actually a little bit longer. Look at that shitty Honda Civic. They're like, oh, it's a two, it's a two car garage. Yeah, the, we got a, a, a an excellent match. <laughs> we should send something in. But like, can we want to help? <laughs> I mean, they didn't mark it out. They, they did not mark they it out. Say, this, is, this is still, still fucking still valid. Still active. And then, and then when we don't win this, like, that was goddamn. Oh, well, what, just be like, when is the drawing? This is, this is goddamn false I'm not, advertising. I hope I'm not late. Is all I was going to say. I'm not like a postcard. May 12, 1995. Hope we're not late. Sir, this is 2021. But, like, somebody writes you back, but this isn't the WWF mailbox anymore. It's Shinja. He got, he got his nose out of J.J. Dillon's ass. <laughs> Has he got soup or something? Like, is he hungry at ringside? Oh, that's fucked up. Sometimes you get hungry. Oh, yeah, hell. And his yellow jacket. Oh, man. Look at Mr. Fuji Fuji going slower than Yoko. Vincent Mann says that it's a bigger, more more monstrous as ever, Yoko Zuna. Uh, which is ironic because they sent him away to fat camp and he got fatter. <laughs> yeah, both he and Vader. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he, he got fucking huge. I would ask for my money back is all I'm saying. <laughs> he stopped wearing the freaking... Fuck, he's huge, man. That ass, though. You can't even see where God. his ass stops and his thighs begin. God damn. Thick. <laughs> <laughs> with a Q. Spelled with a Q. <laughs> this is where Vince says that last week's Raw had the, uh, had the highest ratings ever for Monday Night Raw, which is fucking pretty cool, considering, you know, it is the night after Mania. We talked about there wasn't a whole lot of big surprises other than that great match with uh, Alunder Blaze. Now, now, think about this. Think about this, and I've been, I've been waiting to, to bring this up. So, the, the constant argument uh, with why ratings are so bad these days is that, well, nobody watches TV. All right? Mm-hmm. There have been Raws in the past... Few years that have done worse ratings than the one we just watched. One we just watched. Yeah. So let me let me throw a little bit of knowledge at you. All right. So the season premiere of Saturday Night Live did like a fifty percent drop off from the year before. Mm-hmm. They still did almost ten million viewers, and that was considered a Fail. a, a failure. Raw. <laughs> Sometimes can barely do a million viewers, and I'm saying, and then we the argument is persists that like, well, you know, there's more things to do, and you know, and there's there's more other companies, there's more ways to watch. No, wrestling just just does not appeal to people anymore. And God knows, I'm not saying that SNL is popular because SNL is garbage. It has been garbage for a long time. Um, but I'm just saying that like. When we looked back at like how bad the ratings quote unquote were in '95 yeah. uh, comparatively, um, they they were really bad. But even now, like that rating would be considered good. God, it's it's just a weird. Rip it up. Uh, I agree with you, Brandon. It is it is weird that person keeps showing signs. It says pedal to the metal. 
Rev it up, Bob. That's the same person who had that atom bomb sign. So they are full of uh, fantastic well, signs. Here's the other thing, though, like with the ratings in 95 compared to now. Um, is it kind of figured different since there's more televisions and homes now? Uh, I, that actually happened around around this time. So you uh, could have more people watching technically now, but have a lower rating yeah. than this was back then. That's kind of what I thought. <clears throat> So I had to look this up. Isn't that Bret Hart's like WrestleMania nine? Game? So I have in my notes. Oh, shit. I, I had to I had to do research because I thought the exact same thing. I said like, that looks like Bret's uh, WrestleMania nine gear. I actually looked it up. It is very very similar. The only big difference I notice is that on the back of his ass it says Hitman at WrestleMania mm-hmm. nine. This is a little different. I also thought it was very close to his WrestleMania eight gear, but that's more of a lighter pink. Well, here's the thing about that. We don't. I, I know we just got the Survivor Series Bret Hart, which I got in the raffle, and I, I love the figure. I'm not taking it out of the box because his face looks shit. shit. Looks like it's, <laughs> looks like Bret now that had a stroke. Oh, that's um, oh, that's but but that like hot pink right there on a figure <laughs> that'd be fucking cool. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, there's still so many opportunities to get a God figure damn. like that. But we got he's, a, he's feeding those. But we got a dumbass. Like they had the he's, they had the X Pac last year that was fan voted and they voted for NWO X Pac. Guess what I voted for. That one two three kid this right is, there. This is the second fucking time, Travis, that you and I have had this stupid conversation in the past week. No one fucking cares that you voted for the one two three kid figure. Nobody cares, and I don't care it. that it's on the back of the fucking figure. Just so we were fan central, we voted it and they didn't get it. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Fuck you, Travis. Nobody likes you. Oh, that's not. That's, that's not that's true. Rude, man. That's not true. I like Travis. That's very. It's no, very. Hey, it's right. very <laughs> oh, the te- the Texans are trying to market him to the Saints. Fuck. Fuck the, fuck the Texans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know they suck. That's my team. Oh, I think well, here's two of the best really workers th- in the world. I really thought point. that you were going to say that Deshaun Watson got traded. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, that fucking kick. Woo. God. Look at that. Oh. I'm disappointed he has not been wearing his uh, karate gi since uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. Boom. Look that, at that kick. That, that was a nice spin wheel kick there, too. Man, I could watch Owen and Kim just what work. Do you, what do you think Jim Cornette and Shinjo are talking about? Because you know they're not J. speaking J. the same bit. <laughs> J. Same J. language. Dylan. It's like you're talking right there, J.J. Dillon. <laughs> Jim Cornette's like, me like. Hey, <laughs> Shinja, you know where the nearest dead queen is? We're going to wait after this. Uh, I, I don't know what the dead queen is. <laughs> <laughs> What's that double cheese? I still love the fact that out of everything in the world, you can look up on YouTube, you can watch the fucking clip of Jim Cornette losing his shit in a Derek Queen. It's great. It, it's great. Is it, was it Tammy and, and Chris that Candido that oh, filmed it? I think so. Because um, uh, yeah, that would have been around the uh, Smoky Mountain wrestling era. Oh yeah, because Jeff Chris Jericho's in the vehicle too. I think because he like has a store a recant of it in his uh, uh, one of his books. Uh, shout out to our buddy Eric who listens to the show. Uh, he sent us a beautiful picture of some uh, single malt scotch whiskey saying, I'm back to being a beverage concierge or an alcoholic if you want to be a dick about it. <laughs> drinking is, drinking is uh, awesome. Just saying. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but I'm trying to, you're, trying to be nice. You're, you're a real gentleman, Travis. No. <laughs> you're a man of many words. Drinking is for winners. Sobriety's for losers. Oh, no, oh so, sobriety's for quitters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to quit at something, be sober. 
you'll look at Yoko here. He is so fucking blown up. He tags in Hakushi so much because he's like, I don't fucking want to be in here. See, like, right? He's like, fuck that. Was there any truth to the rumor that Mr. Fuji used to work at a local movie theater? Oh, look. Oh, we not went down the fucking rabbit hole for Mr. Fuji. Okay, so I grew up. I grew up in Morristown, Tennessee. There's a place called Flex's Gym. Now, in Flex's gym, a lot of the Smoky Mountain rat, uh, uh, rats, well, wrestlers, there, actually, there were rats hanging around there, too. Um, but a lot of WWF guys would come there, and they would train and stuff. And any time that somebody wanted to break into the business, uh, all of a sudden, Mr. Fuji would show up. And he'd be like, yeah, man, give me, you know, give me seven, eight hundred dollars. I'll train you and I'll, I'll give you my, my contacts. We'll get you up there in New York. He'd give him one fucking training lesson. That's, that's all I can do for you, brother. And, um, yeah, so he was really, really hated in the Morristown area. Well, then he moves to, uh, to Knoxville and he had some health problems and became a ticket taker at one of the movie theaters. And, Post uh, him going to the Hall of Fame, you know, just a sad, you know, disheveled and shrinking down little little man um, in his uh, his you know ring taking uh, tickets. Kind of a kind of a sad thing. But uh, I can't comment. Never met the guy, uh, but uh, I've heard that uh, he was a very divisive figure for uh, a, taking money from people. It was a justly. huge river too, like not good ribs either, like terrible ribs. He would do like mean ribs, bad things. He, uh, I, that was the first thing when I moved here. I was like, So you're a wrestling fan, right? So you need to go see Mr. Fuji at the movie theater in Knoxville. I was like, Why is Mr. Fuji? Like, I thought people were ribbing me. I think our friend, I think Ray Kaiser is the one that told me that yeah. he was the, doing that. And I'm like, well, That's a weird thing. He's like, Yeah, Mr. Fuji's down there. I was like, No, he's not. He's like, No, dude, it's Mr. Fuji. No, that's legit him. Shout out to East Town Mall. That's no longer there. Rest in peace. Oh man, look at God. You, so you can tell someone has gotten fatter when it when their face becomes so big it makes their teeth look small. True. Because like Andre had that and um and Yoko is at that point where his where he looks monstrous because his teeth are oh. disproportionate to his fat cranium. I've got to give a little shout out to the Hakushi in this match cuz Oh, he fucking puts on a show with everyone in this match that he he touches. We didn't we didn't hit on it, but he also hit a Vader bomb in this match, and it looked ten times better than Kamas. He got some air on it, looked great. Hey, him Look and the that kid, backbreaker. Him and the oh. kid, were, uh, hey, and, and quite get it all you know, there. But like, I remember there were the stories of Mister Fuji being on the road with Yokozuna. And he was like having to wash his back and wipe his ass because Yoko couldn't do it. Whoa! Beautiful. So, I mean, I guess he kind of got some comeuppance in doing that. Beautiful sit down <sighs> powerbomb. Uh, do we not get these two guys at SummerSlam? I thought we got Brett and Hakushi before SummerSlam. I'm talking about the Kid. Kid and uh, Hakushi. Kid. Yeah, yeah, you do. But it's way too short. Oh, here we go. Brett's in on House Fire. House Fire. Oh, God. WrestleMania on Don. No, dude, he 10. makes Yoko work here, man. And you can tell Yoko's already blown up. And he is, like, lighting him up. He does this running clothesline that I love so much here in a second where it's almost like a front bulldog. Yeah. Right there. Mm. Oh, I love that. So fucking smooth in the ring. God damn it. I love Bret Hart. He's he's a, would, yeah, you, right. would you say that you have a heart a heart on? I do. I do. <laughs> it's like he's hitting his best hits with Look, the matches up. he did with Yoko, by the way. Like, he's... He did that bulldog on Yoko, oh. all that stuff. Shirt available in our in our web store. Oh, so, I bought some shirts. They're still not here yet. Paul A. Roma. You're bought, fucking welcome. Uh, God damn it. I bought Paul A. Roma. I bought uh, the one where I'm holding the magazine. 
<laughs> with the magazine. Are we just gonna, are we just gonna continue the pictures? Yes. yes. <laughs> and then what was what's the other one I bought? Uh, the Dangerous Alliance. Yep, the Dangerous Alliance. Because so Eddie's got to buy the Sting Squadron. I need to do that. I do. I'll do that here. So shortly. like when we go to a con, he can wear. I can wear Dangerous Alliance. He can wear Sting Squadron, and Brandon can jerk off the Robocop. Fair enough. Like we get Brett. average average Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this right here. Brett and Owen together in the ring, man. This is fantastic. This shit. Is never bad. Oh, it's a gurry. Oh my god, you're you're you've got a concussion. Oh, oh that was a beautiful knee. God, it's so hard. Like as a kid, I don't I did not appreciate Owen Hart the way I do as an adult. And going back and watching ninety five has shown me how truly great Owen was in the ring. Do you guys think Owen is a better worker than Brett? Mm. Let's just finish real quick. Sorry. The the, Ooh, the, the, simple, the simple answer is no, but I will say that Owen had probably a better chance of getting over personality wise. And um, if I, I if, if, if Brett if Brett had never been there, Owen would have been a fucking bigger star, and that's sad Absolutely. to say. I agree with that. I I think though, like we it. it He's just been such a highlight of '95 for us. They're both. They're both. Bob and Holly with the win, fellas. Goddamn right. Which plays into the next episode because Owen won't won't Holly the God, entire match. Spoiler, God, who wasn't holding the tag rope, breath? <laughs> they did it. They did a little spot too where Brett and uh, Hakushi do like almost a little standoff. Duckman guys. They keep talking about Duck, Duckman okay. this entire episode. Something about lingerie. They leave no lingerie unturned, guys. So, I had to look up what Duckman was about. What were you going to say, Brandon? Well, I was going to say, like, Duckman was not aimed at children, yet they have children wearing these shirts. This was like an adult animated comedy. Yeah, because it's about, like, him, like, taking the clothes off supermodels and all this other <laughs> stuff. Philandering and all sorts of uh, stuff in that video. Oh, God, here we go. Another but, fucking plug for Encore while Plus. They're, while they're plugging Encore Plus... Duckman, it was a series that centers on Eric Duckman, who was voiced by Jason Alexander, who was uh, George Costanza on, on Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Uh, a widowed, lewd, self-hating, egocentric duck who lives with his family in L.A. and works as a private detective. Uh, his son is named Cornfed. Yeah, they, they, you'll find that out next episode of Raw. The series consists of 70 episodes that aired on Saturday nights from 94 to 97 on the USA Network. It later reran on Comedy Central. Um, yeah, it uh, it was one of those things. It's it, kind of a cult hit, and people kind of remember it for being sort of uh, on the precursor of the type of comedy that would be prevalent in like the late nineties, uh, South Park, and Beavis uh, Butthead, yeah, shit like that. Yeah. yeah, which a lot of the stuff on USA really wasn't garnered towards kids. When you think about it, <sighs> well, in a friggin up all night. I mean, I get it's later. Well, all, that stuff was oh, like skin, it was Skinamax with, with very little skin. Uh, the, you know, the the after like ten o'clock uh, time on on USA. So you're you're right. You're right. Um, it's not the the height of uh, the quality of program that they would produce with things like Pacific Blue, where um, it's cops on bikes. Uh, the, the the greatest uh, um, co- combination of things ever made. Why are you showing us pictures of Rob Zombies, Michael Myers? Michael Myers? The booze clue for trivia tonight. Well, buddy, you just want to FaceTime us and we'll help you win because you're going to lose. That's just one clue. Oh, man. I love watching the entrance for these guys yet again for WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you want to touch her butt. Yeah. Reggie White. Former WC or future WCW superstar. <laughs> Look at this terrible fucking green screen again. 
God, it's so it's bad. bad. It's, it's not even the same do, arena. Do you guys wonder? I mean, we're seeing this on a high def TV. Do you think this looked any better on an actual just like on a, TV? On a, on a CRT TV, a tube TV. Um, it's the picture's going to be much darker. It's going to be grainy. It probably was less noticeable. And plus, you have to think too. We we understand how things work. You know. Yeah. Well, guys, that's the end of this episode of Raw. So who would you say is the MVP of this episode, guys? Uh, I'm going to go Hakushi. I I think I'm going to go Brett. I'm going to get fucking crucified for this. Spark plug Bob Holly. Oh, my God. He won a race, and now you want to fellatio him. (laughs) They, 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 They... are trying to make him feel a little more special, and I, I can't help but appreciate that. Um, the dude's good; he's very good. He just looks—he looks terrible, and he's not a great promo. But in the ring, um, him getting the win—I thought that was a cool moment. So the, fin- the finish was great too. Yeah. The finish they did for that match was fantastic. Well, we can all agree to disagree on the MVP match of the night. I don't think it's really a question of who what was match of the night. Uh, the Dabaldis versus, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I can't, I'm surprised that you didn't go to Tonka and, um, no, and Buffalo, Buffalo Man. Man. <laughs> of course, it, I mean, to me, it's Brett, it's the main it's event, six man tag. tag. It, that was a good match, that's a good match. Yeah, and, and the, the thing that should have been the main event actually was the main event, so. and not only that, too, they, uh, it led, it built the feud going forward because you're building towards Bret and Hakushi, and of course you're getting the tag match next week for the tag titles uh, between Owen and uh, Yoko versus Bob Sparky Buttplug Holly and <laughs> One Two Three Kid. Would you say this episode is ruined or redeemed? <sighs> I, it was there were a lot of boring moments in watching this episode back, but I will give it a redeemed, but probably the lower end of the a lower redeemed. Or end of a redeemed. I'm gonna go redeemed. Uh, we had a great six man tag match. You got the continuation of the angle with Sid, Sean, and Diesel. Um, then you got the the peppering of fucking on- Encore Plus again, trying to get some more money. Out John of Pierre Lafitte. John Pierre Lafitte. <laughs> And then, I changed. I changed my mind. <laughs> the <fuck is> and <laughs> then, of course, we got dub Aldis. Dub Aldis. <laughs> dub Aldis. I'm going to say redeem just for the main event, guys. Uh, I feel like a lot of these shows are these brawls are one match shows. If there is a one good match mm. on them, uh, very rarely have we had a show where it was just consistently good match, good match, good match. Um, Here, here's the other cool thing about it: it was actually the main event. Like, yeah, it, wasn't the, the, it wasn't the first match on the damn show. Yeah, thanks for thanks for uh, just repeating. Yeah, what I you're welcome, said. buddy. Because no one can understand your Canadian dialect. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're back on track, guys. So we're gonna bring back the on the other side of things uh, gimmick because why not? This is WCW Saturday Night uh, from August, or April eighth, nineteen ninety five. This was two days. Uh, aired two days before this episode of Raw aired. So we got Big Bubba Rogers defeating Tim Horner, Ming defeating Joey Mags, Marcus Alexander Buff Bagwell, and the Patriot versus George South and Jimmy Rogers. Brian Pillman versus James Earl Wright. James, the, the guy who shot uh, <laughs> James Earl Wright. <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never forget that now that you, I'm putting two, two, two and two together. The Nasty Boys uh, versus Chris Nelson and Steve Storm. 
Ho! Hacksaw Jim Duggan versus Sonny Trout. Uh, get well soon, Hacksaw. Yeah. Get better. We, we joke about you being a terrible wrestler in 95. Don't get me wrong, you were. Um, but we don't wish death upon anybody. No, and we hope that I, you kick out of this. I actually have nothing but nice things to say about Jim Duggan. The As couple, a person. The couple of times that I've seen him at conventions, he is so humble and just a really, really stand-up, nice guy. So, uh, get well soon, Hacksaw. Uh, we also had Vader versus Ian Weston. Uh, this is interesting because this is the first I, I can say that we've started to see this where it's starting to happen, where Lord Stephen Regal and uh, the what, what was Bobby Eaton's name, the Duke oh, of Earl, fuck, uh, yeah. Earl of Eaton, Earl of Eaton, Eaton. yeah, uh, taking on Red Tyler and Melvin Hagler, and the main event, Red Tyler, just on our job. Of the <laughs> he was, he was absolutely. God, Didn't someone terrible. say like Dave Mustaine? Yes, that's good shit. That that popped us, uh, and the main event. Which is pretty wild to think about. It's Sting versus Steve Austin. It was stunning, Steve. And so I, I was going to say this is a star-studded affair, um, but that actually actually sounds like that would have been a decent match. Um, I guarantee you, it did not last long. Oh well, no. But it's like Brandon with most women. That's not true. I seen I seen photos, <laughs> timestamps. Thank you. Welcome, Thank buddy. You. Thank you. His beautiful penis. I, was, I didn't see his penis though. It's beautiful. Penis. I was gonna I was gonna agree with Travis. Like I mean, I, I mean, let's just let's just drop the pretense. It's more. I'm not. I, the, my days of giving my A game are gone. Like, the, the, you're, you're, get, you're getting a B. You're getting a B plus player on a good day. You're just rolling in the poon, man. Just yes. bringing it in. He is bringing it in. Oh, guys, I, I I started to break it down a little bit. You know, going. Damn. <laughs> Suck it two tears in a bucket. <laughs> Fuck you. So we, I started breaking it down a little bit. No. <laughs> what we're going to play, you know, schedule-wise. <laughs> he's cross-jobbing. You can't see me. He's cross-jobbing. On our schedule going up, we, we of course, will have Raw from April 17th. Raw from April 24th. Uh, we will do our bonus episode coming up here, guys, soon as well, where we finally get to do our draft. Yeah, where and, I can take the title from you and bring it to where it really belongs, around my waist. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have Raw from uh, May 1st, uh, where we'll actually go into in-depth uh, talking later on in the show about uh, Collision in Korea, which would took took place a few days before that. Spoiler, we're not covering that show. No. Fuck! So this was kind of interesting, though. I never realized that they did this. <laughs> never even so disappointed about something, other than Sunday Night Slam. God Travis. damn it! Just kill me every time. <laughs> but I... They actually, you know, recorded the show. They had the show April 28th through the 29th, but they did not air the show to August 4th, which I thought was interesting. Because they had to make sure they got all the propaganda in. That's true. Right. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Um, also, I hope you guys know from my bachelor party, we're watching every Sunday Night Slam. That is the deal. How drunk are we going to get? <laughs> <That's> tr- <laughs> I, 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 no. We're, we're going to live stream it. We're going to watch all five Sunday Night Slams. It's gonna be great. Of course, guys, we're going for it. We'll do raw. We'll do raw from May eighth, and then we'll finally hit in your house. Uh, we'll do raw May fifteenth, and then finally Slamboree. It is like these WCW shows are few and far between because they barely do anything. Are you fucking complaining about that? No, I'm just saying I want some diversity other than just watching Raw every week. However, Raw has actually been pretty good. You're pretty good. Thanks, man. Yeah, Raw actually has been decent here. I can't complain. It's like it's going back watching it through the eyes. Of, 
you're older now, you can appreciate different things. Back when you were a kid, it was like, oh, I want to see Owen Hart. I want to see Yokozuna. I don't Stupid. care about Hakushi. I want to see Undertaker. I want to see Diesel. Well, good luck, motherfucker, because we haven't seen I him yet. I want to see <laughs> Razor Ramon. I've seen him twice. I, I, I really don't want to watch Sunday Night Slam. <laughs> can, we, like, can we, like, go to a titty bar, like a real fucking bachelor party? Nah, man. This is Do you want to go to a titty bar for his bachelor party, I, you and me? I'm terrified of glitter, but I would rather watch <laughs> do that than, than uh, the Sunday Night Slam. I want to make sure I get you a dance from a girl, and her name is Glitter. She comes on the stage. Real quick, while we're talking about titty bars, um, my, my, my childhood friend, uh, Creepy Sean... <laughs> Um, is this is, the one? Is this the one that did uh, Shelly Martinez? Is the one yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't do her. I mean, yelling yeah, yeah, yeah. little gimmick. But, uh, I want to fuck you. But um, uh, his uh, his his mother Sandra um, at, at one point was a dancer, exotic, like an exotic dancer. Um, and by that, um, she meant showed her titties for money, and um, and a vagina. I know it's, uh, it's just a, a, it's a classy, classier establishment. Whatever happened after after hours is none of my fucking business. But um, <laughs> but Sean used to tell people that uh, that his uh, his mom danced for Ric Flair uh, one time, and I, and to this day I don't know if it's true or not because uh, he's just he's one of those people that like his life is so crazy that it very well could be true, it very well may be false. Um, but um, yeah, well, Ric Flair probably had sex with her. <laughs> I, I I wish Ric Flair had sex with my mom. So before we kind of before we kind of before we kind of sign off for this episode, guys, something happened today, and I was at work, and it kind of shocked me. Um, Brandon, you have a little bit more knowledge about it than I do. Ring of Honor. Uh, so um, Ring of Honor, you know, because of COVID, they they had uh, sort of suspended events and stuff, and today they released a press release saying that they were going to do an event, uh, final battle, final, final battle in uh, December. And then they're going to kind of go dark uh, until spring, and they'll reevaluate. But then we get uh, confirmation from Uncle Dave. So take this with a grain of salt. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Brian Alvarez was posting that too. Yeah. Fuck that guy. And well. uh, Sean Sapp. But yeah. that <laughs> everybody had been released from their contracts. So we very well may be seeing the death nail for Ring of mm-hmm. Honor. It, it's kind of it sucks because there's uh, a lot of good workers. Ring, Ring of Honor at, at one point. I, was to, to me the best alternative to to um, to, to uh, you know the the A shows you know that were going on and I, I it was an actual wrestling show yeah and I mean they probably took at some points probably took it a little too far in in the just straight wrestling direction Pure title stuff and like that. and then and sometimes you know they've gone too far in the other direction of you know just comic nonsense but ring of honor for this generation it's the birth ground for for so much of what people like Samojo, I mean, Punk, Brian uh, Danielson, yeah, it's Nigel Seth, McGinnis, Seth Rollins. So listen, I mean, let's goes on. It, it was the, it was They can always say anything they want about FCW. Ring of Honor was the legit feeding program for the WWE. Yep, I mean, I totally agree. And then a lot of the WWE release talent went there, like uh, Jamie Noble and James Gibson. And then uh, you had they gave they gave people second leases on their career. Jerry Lynn went there, Christopher Daniels, and and you know became Lance champion. Storm. And uh, and I've said that back when they used to have their show on HGNet, one of the one of the best matches of of my adult life was a four way match. It was 
uh, Brian Danielson, uh, Jerry Lynn, Austin Aries, and I think Samoa Joe, or maybe Tyler Black was in there. I'm, I'm misremembering like who all was in the match, but the match was just <laughs> fucking fantastic. Um, it made me feel like, wow, maybe there is hope for professional wrestling. So I, I I'm, I'm saddened by this. I hope that that Ring of Honor can continue, um, but Kevin, right now it's sort of I, up in the air. Kevin I like Steen, El Generico. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on and the on. Thing, the thing about all of that uh, is Ring of Honor happened right as the time as internet was getting really popular. So a lot of these stuff, you know, a lot of these shows, I, you know, never saw them until I started, you know, I got on YouTube when YouTube first became a thing. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I discovered wrestlers that way, which was the coolest thing ever. And I discovered people who were like Samoa Joe. And then before I know it, he's popping up in fucking TNA. And then you had guys like, you know, uh, Tyler Black and Brian Danielson and Nigel McGinnis and fucking Austin Aries. And just the list Homicide. goes... Yeah, the list goes on and on. Well, and, and AEW was talking about they opened the Forbidden Door, blah, blah, blah. Ring of Honor was one of the first people to actually do that. I mean, they brought over stars from Noah and... They brought over stars from Zero One. New they Japan. brought over stars from New Japan. They, later on, they were doing like, stuff with... They you know, had a show, whole show called Joe versus Kobashi, I want to say. I mean, and that was that was the name of the show because that was the dream match people wanted to see. What What is the... Is it War of the Worlds? And that's where they would do New Japan versus Ring of Honor? Yeah, because they were bringing the Bullet Club over. I mean, the Bucks were coming over with Adam Cole... Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura was coming oh, over. Well, Okada. All right, since we're down this fucking rabbit hole, without Ring of Honor, AEW would not exist. Would not exist. Because 100%. Because they, they backed their first show. Yeah. They, that's why they, they don't own the footage, right? Yeah, correct? They don't own the name either, yeah. All In. They, that's why their shows are called All Out. Uh, but they, they used their, uh, their production team, their ring crew, and... Um, they gave them the infrastructure, basically. To, they they lit the fuse for AEW, and it's a shame that like the the basically the company that should be in that position is, is going yeah, dark for yeah. fucking <laughs> till spring. Uh, this is kind of weird because this is essentially what Eric Bischoff wanted to do with WCW. But here's the thing: like, are they going to come back, or are they just going to sell their? Is Sinclair Company just going to wash their hands of wrestling and sell the video library? Well, and prior, then who gets it? WWE, prior to, AEW? Prior to us recording today, Travis and I are just you know chit-chatting and stuff. And, I mean, it, it more than likely, uh, the big thing that's going to be sellable about this is their tape library. And the prime candidates for that, who's going to purchase it, well, there's really only two players in the game. Uh WWE Network or or AEW. If AEW can get Ring of Honor's catalog, basically that gives them an opportunity to get in the streaming game. Well, not only that, but be able to use this footage of the guys that they have now to make them feel like they're bigger, bigger stars. To be able to show, you can, show a, you can show a Brian Danielson clip from when he was in Ring of Honor when he was wrestling CM Punk back in the day or. But Whatever. adverse to that, WWE, I mean, they, they, they have more incentive in terms of like, because they already have a launched network through Peacock, but at the same time, they haven't put all the shit that they already own on there, but you always need new stuff. They got Samoa Joe, they've got Seth Rollins, they've got Cesaro. I mean, they've got those. I mean, those are just three off the top of my head. But they could use that footage, too, yeah. to make Steve. those guys feel better. I mean, Kevin Owens, El Generico. I mean, all that stuff, I mean, is right there at their fingertips. Oh, well, I mean... Uh, Ciampa. Uh, 
Yeah. But then, then again, I'm Colorado. thinking about, but AEW, like same thing. They they can have Adam uh, Cole, Adam Cole and, and uh, so, Kenny Omega. Oh fuck Kenny Omega! But I mean, I mean, and Bobby Fish. I mean, they got that. Either one of them could would benefit from buying it. But no, I, if anything were to happen, I believe WWE would get it just because they have they've had such a working relationship in the past. Coming Unless from Tony using Khan footage, just comes with a shit ton of money, and that could happen. And that could happen. It's interesting, guys. But I hate that smug fuck though, so I don't want him to have it. He is getting a little smug. I would like the I like the devil I know more than the devil I don't. I hate both. But <laughs> I would rather I'd rather see Vince McMahon end up with it because I feel like it would be properly used. I mean, look what he did with the ECW footage, the WCW footage. I mean, at least it's going to be out there with AEW. With at the very least, no shit we, on it. Eventually, we get a really, really good documentary out of it that they would postpone from viewing on Peacock yeah. for a year. Tony Khan, Tony Khan would have all the tapes in like his match and be like, "Yeah, on Ring of Honor, <laughs> like jerk off everywhere." Right. Fuck Tony Khan. All right, guys. So. With that being said, we, we've had a lot of stuff going on. Um, Brandon, Ranch in the Black Lodge. Uh, so in um, in November, uh, we postponed our RoboCop episode. It'll be coming out in December now. However, we still will have a Rance After Dark episode for Blue Velvet, so we'll be looking for that. Um, please follow us on Twitter, at Rance Black Lodge. You can find us uh, at our homepage at JuicyKruger.com. Buy a t-shirt from our web store at RantArmy.com. And uh, just all all in order, uh, just you know, support support this podcast, support that podcast, just support podcasts in general. And also look up Frank and Con. Uh, you know, Rants and uh, Wrestling Road are going to be involved with that. Taking place in Knoxville, technically it's at Alcoa. It's at the airport. It's at the air, the airport Hilton. Uh, he, I uh, will say, Matt Henry did say that uh, he wanted us to come party with them at the hotel. So. Alright, well, uh, I already have uh, my tickets. You guys need to get on fucking board for that. True. Travis, I'm still selling my stuff over there on eBay at TGL Demand 12. Uh, got about 730 items up there right now, still listing stuff. Uh, um, hopefully, we'll be doing more of these little uh, setups here and there. I know I'm going to have one this weekend at the NGW show, and hopefully, I can sell some stuff to uh, all the marks out there. Yeah, by the time this airs, uh, NG- the- NGW show will, will already have happened. So, is that is this episode? Wait a minute, that'll be this Sunday. Is this episode not coming out this Saturday? I figured we would push back since we didn't do one last weekend and just need to get on a normal schedule. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, well, I mean, whatever. I just, I'm just uh, for the purpose of we figure out when, when shit's dropping. <laughs> You're hearing it live here, folks. <laughs> I don't know. True. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. So, I can't say that because we'll get canceled. Um, NGW, guys, hopefully hopefully we had a good show. Hopefully everyone had a good time. Uh, but definitely check us out on High Spots Wrestling Network. Uh, check us out at nextgentn.net. Uh, you can get shirts. You can stream our, our shows. Um, but, yeah, definitely come check out NGW if you're in the area. Worth the drive, guys. It's going to be some awesome shit. Uh, but for this time, you know, for episode 20, uh, my name is Eddie Shepard along with Travis Lesser and Brandon Lane with his tiny little uh, showing pillow. Uh, Fuck Brandon. It makes it look even bigger. It does. Your balls look huge. They do. (laughs) He's all balls. Hashtag meaty clackers. (laughs) You guys take it easy. Be safe. Bye. Bye.